Hello friends, this is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com back again with another moment for chronic wellness and today we are talking about dermatomyositis, one of the inflammatory myopathies during this May Myositis Awareness Month. So dermatomyositis, as the name kind of hints at, has some skin presentations. So the primary way that people first become aware that they have dermatomyositis is that it is accompanied usually by a dramatic rash. This rash can show up a number of different places or all of them, um, most typically on the eyelids, front of the face, upper back, chest, elbows, knuckles, knees. And the rash is often um, kind of purplish, can be pretty uncomfortable is my understanding, can sometimes have uh, calcinosis, kind of a, a calcified set of white bumps that also accompanies it. And I gotta say, the in some ways, I think that the skin rash is a lucky part of the illness because it is so difficult to get a polymyositis or an inclusion body myositis diagnosis because the presentation is so internal and therefore subtle, confusing, misunderstood, misdiagnosed, uh, hard to get tuned in in the right way to get that diagnosis. And so the skin presentation of dermatomyositis means that it is more often caught more quickly and more correctly diagnosed. Uh, so while it is an unlucky diagnosis, <laughs> it is fortunate in that it is identifiable because of its skin presentation. It's typical for the muscle weakness to come on after the rash, although it doesn't have to be that way. And the muscle weakness in dermatomyositis is caused by vasculitis. So inflammation of blood vessels causes the muscles surrounding those blood vessels to become weakened. And it's most often experienced first in the core or uh, toward the trunk. So large muscle groups uh, like your shoulders and your upper back, your quads, tend to be affected first and it tends to be symmetrical. Um, I remember talking to somebody who had dermatomyositis who first realized it because she was lifting her daughter and over the course of a few weeks became unable to lift her daughter and she thought man has she just gained so much weight so quickly that I've become unable to lift her and that of course was not what was happening. What was happening is that she was losing strength in her muscles so quickly that the task of lifting her daughter was becoming too great. The, I often hear other people describe symptoms that were familiar to me, like being able to, unable to stand from a seated position without assistance. So, you know, just being able to rise up from a chair is something I took for granted. And then all of a sudden I was needing my arms to try to lift myself. And then I was needing something higher than myself to push off of. And then I was needing somebody to pull. And then I wasn't able to do it anymore. And that was a part of 
my quads becoming so weakened that they couldn't lift me from a seated position. So these are some of the hallmarks and some of it is progressive and permanent. Um, what's true is that we do not have a cure for any of the myositis, any of the inflammatory myopathies. And dermatomyositis and polymyositis are classic autoimmune diseases in that they are relapsing, remitting. And someone might be in a remitting phase for a long, long time and then have a really hard, long relapse, or someone might never get to a remitting phase, might just always be muscle wasting. So there's an incredible amount of variability within each person's experience of the disease. Um, and while I see a rheumatologist for my disease, and that is quite typical, someone with dermatomyositis might also see a dermatologist for the disease. Because of our nerve and muscle conduction in our illnesses, we often also see neurologists. Um, because of the lung involvement and sometimes heart involvement, pulmonologists and cardiologists might also be um, on the list of specialists that we see for our disease management. So that's a little bit about dermatomyositis and there is also a juvenile form that can start early in life, whereas dermatomyositis usually starts 40s and beyond, although it can start at any stage, at any age in life. All right, that's today's update. And of course, I want to know from you about your experiences, about your questions, about whether or not you know anybody with an inflammatory myopathy. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and attention. Until we're together again, be well.